Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Hey, guys. <laughs> How you doing? I He hesitated. I wasn't even sure if he was going to speak. At a moment's notice, I, I just have to be ready. What's up there, the Podcast Land? How are oh. you guys doing? I told you nobody fussed. Uh, Nancy must not have listened yet. Then Just saying, nobody wise. fussed. So I think they like the calmer mellow. <laughs> you think? I think. We Maybe should. the people in Yemen too. We had a listener <laughs> in Yemen. I don't speak Yemenese. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they're listening. And we at are least thinking. they were until now. Right. <laughs> no, I, I kid because I care. Seriously, if you're listening, praise God. I, uh, Everybody who's listening. Seriously, so appreciative. It's just mind-boggling. Do you got any updated facts? I mean, it, it just it blows, at least mine and Mona's. No, no, that was the, the biggest one. You know, we're still getting, uh, I was going to say views, but I guess it's not videos, so not views. <laughs> Listens yeah. from Brazil. Um, yeah. Brazil better. And- we better. <laughs> Oh, they'll get a tongue lashing. And this our week. other one that is pretty regular is usually um, Spain and uh, India, Portugal. There should be. We have gotten Portugal some, oh. not not as much lately. I'm just saying. Oh. Now, Yago, all- Yago, Manuelo, where are now? I'm going to bat for these folks. There's there's a small percentage of unknowns depending on their internet provider, so it could be some unknowns out there that okay, are we'll in that Portugal. Then. Yago, Manuela, hello. Which, which they're awesome. <laughs> Yago and Manuela, just so you know, went to Portugal, church plants. They've had their first person pray to receive Christ and be baptized. And they've only been there since November. Since November. Yeah. And awesome. it was, in, you could tell in the video, the water's cold. Yago was about to freeze. <laughs> Water was very cold. They, Wago, he was baptized. I mean, Yago was bouncing around <laughs> like, let's get this over with. But it's Drew so would cool. do well. Yeah. That, yeah, 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 that. Yeah, yeah. Love you, son. <laughs> but it was awesome. Yeah. Hey, so thankful. Once again, just thankful to everybody who's a faithful listener. Um, we have some faithful ones at our church. Yep. Um, our anniversary is coming up. Yes, three it, years coming right up. Um, and and this marks this one is our hundred and fiftieth episode. Why didn't you tell me before now? I mean, I, I didn't know if that was like a big number. I would or have not, brought cake. You know. Well, if I'd known that, I'd have told. I'll April. tell you every we'll time. We'll do cake in April. You said we were going to do it in April. Oh, we're having a big. Yeah, party. yeah. I figured it, we're going to do it chronologically. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um. Hey, hundred and fiftieth episode. Seriously, yeah. how? It, <laughs> Insane, wow. and you people are still listening. <laughs> <laughs> Just a shout out, uh, uh, a a a an offshoot branch mm-hmm. of the Mosaic of Marion is called the Message of Marion, mm-hmm. and what Dan is doing is taking taking and um, just cutting my sermons from Sunday, um, just another vehicle to get the word of God out there. Um, maybe some of you don't have YouTube or don't have um, access to Facebook or whatever. Tune back in on Friday mornings, and you'll hear my previous week's um, sermon. Have a little intro, have a little outro. I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's what we're going to do. 
And um, just, hey, give it a listen. See, you know, mm-hmm. luckily we had somewhere 10, you said, mm-hmm. listens without any really warning. Right. And that's right. called the message of Marion. So, mm-hmm. hey, give it a little listen. Another shout out. So from, we're taping today. Next Tuesday, um, Mona and I with Amy Heath and World, some other guys from World Reach and another church, we're headed to Curitiba, Brazil, <laughs> back to see our people, Projecta Vida. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop. And Lord help us. <laughs> Drew and Dan, the duo, the dynamic uh, duo, yes. if I might say, we'll be back together. Woo. Somehow we're both Robin. <laughs> There's no Batman. There's no Batman. There's the two of us. <laughs> yeah. So, and they're going to be next week in in Acts chapter five. Now you yeah. got to do it because I, I've told yeah, you. Yeah, it's official now. About um, Ananias and Sapphira, yeah. and about what what happened with them when they decided not to speak the truth. There you go. So that'll be next week. But this week we're mm-hmm. in Acts chapter three. As I told you, we're not just going to go verse by verse. We after chapter five, we're probably going to the conversion of Saul. So probably I'm trying to decide if we're going to do Stephen or not, and his great. I don't know. Oh, but that has my favorite part. Okay. <laughs> I mean, how could you say no to? I was that, about to say. Apparently, we are. Yeah. So apparently, we're going to do about Stephen. And so anyway, Acts chapter three. Miss Mona is going to read. And um, oh, by the way, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist <laughs> Church. Home slice. Miss Mona's with me. Hey, hey. And um, um, being of the board over there yep. is with us all. Also, all right. Let's go. All right. Acts chapter 3, starting in verse 1. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a man lame from birth was being carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple that is called the beautiful gate, to ask alms of those entering the temple. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. And Peter directed his gaze at him, as did John, and said, Look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God and recognized him as the one who sat at the beautiful gate of the temple asking for alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that um, we're not restricted to only receiving healing, Heavenly Father, but that we get to walk with the healer. Um, We thank you for the fact that we can expect great things from you because you are a great God. And we just pray that this message goes out to those who need to hear it. And we pray that this this podcast be a blessing to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, you know, as we look here, we see um, a miracle done in the name of Jesus. So what what catches your eyes as we go through this? What's the first, sort of something? That just... I had a little shift in understanding while she was reading. Wow. That's um, always good, I think. I hope so. We'll find out. Yeah. I'll let you know uh, if you're wrong. Well, it, so I always thought when he said, um, look at us, and then um, if you— Jump down, he says, rise up and walk. And I always thought, man, what confidence he has to say that. He doesn't say, you know, we hope this works or just, but I don't think it's confidence. I think it's obedience. 
Yeah. I think he was being led to do that. So so a lot of times we we try to conjure up and we're like, if I'm just confident enough in God, he'll do this thing. But it takes obedience so that you're carrying out his will for those yeah, things. Yeah, you're not going to make God move. Right, right. right. Yeah. God's going to move when God decides he's going to move. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- there's obviously something. Mm-hmm. I-, I say that. But then at the same time, I do believe that there was a, to me, the faith of that day was just sort of different. Oh, they yeah. knew God could, and they knew if they mm-hmm. right. sort of, in a sense, put God on the spot, mm-hmm. he was going to do it. I mean, in the name right. of Jesus, just stand up and walk. Right. Right. And but I feel like there had to be some obedience there. Well, I was about to say, I think the two go hand in hand. Yeah. If you're being obedient, you know you're you're carrying out his will and that he'll follow through with his yeah. promises. Yeah. So then you can be confident. Yeah. 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 And, and telling them to look at us, I think, is taking his attention away from what he's normally expecting to receive. Right. Um, it, that he normally is there and asking for money. Um, to be given to him. And so instead, he, they are changing his focus so that he can receive yeah, what God has for them. Don't look at the hand. Look right. at the face and yeah. see what we're saying to you and understanding right. completely that we're not joking. Right. What we're about to do is, is amazing. Right. I just love that they were going to the church. To church. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, and I love the story, and I've got a great quote by Thomas Aquinas. Or uh, that's not a quote. It's an actual thing that happened with Thomas Aquinas and Pope Innocence the Second. Boy, don't you love it when they give themselves that Pope Innocence the <laughs> Second? But they were going to pray. Uh-huh. Why have we lost this thing about church and wanting to be at church? Uh-huh. Let's be honest. And I'm not trying to be that guy, you know, get off my lawn type of guy. But here's the truth. Most folk don't care about coming to church. Mm-hmm. They don't care about coming once, much less having an hour of right. prayer. Mm-hmm. Well, and it goes back to what you what you said about faith being different that day. And it goes back one or two weeks. I can't remember which, which one it was on, where we were talking about how they devoted themselves. It wasn't a, he oh, I'll try to make time. Yeah. Right. It was, this is part of who I am. This is yeah. part of my core. This wow. is my core. Wouldn't that be something if that's who part of who yeah. we were? You know, people just started saying, preacher, man, we really want to have an hour of prayer every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you wanted the church to rise up mm-hmm. and walk itself? Right. Yep. Get serious yeah. about your prayer life. Yeah. Get serious about your walk with Jesus, and it'll happen. So w- we know the story, and, and we're going to get through a little bit of all of it. So when, he, when Peter says, I have my, I'm reading the ESV. I have no silver and gold. What I do have, I give to you. I do love how the New King James, King James, silver and gold have I not, but what I do have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stand up and walk, yo. Right. So St. Thomas Aquinas walks in the Pope, and he meets Pope Innocence, in, I think in his little office or whatever. And Pope Innocence II says, look, we, the church can no longer say silver and gold do I not have? Mm-hmm. It said that Aquinas, Thomas Aquinas, without batting an eye, said, "Nor can it say any more. Rise and walk." Mm. Mm. Yep. I mean, just let that settle in. What a man yeah. said, and to say that that quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can we say it today? Mm. I mean, seriously, can we? 
I mean, the answer is yes, we yeah, can, yeah. <laughs> but do, can we? But right. Do we trust and believe in the, you cannot fake it to make it. You cannot fake the, I, I was, I just left um, uh, a group of FCA young people and um, one of them, based upon a sermon or something that they heard, they said this, what would happen if we began to live out the songs we sung. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just think about the songs that we sang Sunday. I stand amazed in the presence. Uh-huh. One of my favorite hymns of all time. Have thine own way, Lord. Mm-hmm. Invitation. What would happen in our lives if, if we said truly, have thine own way, Lord? Right. I mean, it. I mean, ho- hopefully. Wow. I stuttered her, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, because hopefully there is at least a measure of us that are of people that are truly meaning that. But for, I mean, it's a dangerous place. Can I ask a question though? It, sure. How many of us really mean it? I mean, I'm including myself. Yeah. I Well, because I think I'm going to go back to what I said um, last week is that we get so distracted with all of the things that are around us. And so even if, if we truly want um, to live God's will and not our own, that sometimes we just sing because we know the words and we don't even pay attention. We do fall into, I think there's a lot of falling into that, but there's also a lot of just singing the words because we know them and we don't really mean them. And so if we sang them and truly mean them, then everything would change. Yeah. I mean, but what would it look like? And I'm not trying to be some super spiritual guy, but I, I'm I'm being honest and and truthful. What would it look like? And I'm not even asking for Mona. I'm asking for Hank. Mm-hmm. If we lived out right. what we sung, if we lived out what we preached, mm-hmm. how much different would our life be? Mm-hmm. Well, I think then our life would be completely sold out. Yeah, and you, what would what it, would happen? I mean, it would change. I think every aspect of our life would be affected. Every, every. And we'd go from from passive spectators to active mm-hmm. members of the kingdom. Yeah, but yet, I mean, and, and the reason I'm with this, I mean, these Dan, you said they didn't even blink, right? right. They were going to the temple at the hour of prayer. Mm-hmm. It was their life. And I don't want to hear, well, you just don't understand how busy I am. I want to make this statement again, and I don't say it mean. I say it honestly and truthfully, though. You do what you want to do. Yep. Whatever is important, that's what you do. Yep. I'm speaking of myself once again. Right. And... I just, you know, to hear a bunch of teenagers sit around in SEA talking about this thought. All right, Dan, you're freaking me out, bro. Well, yeah, I, I'm having headphone problems. Sorry. Okay. Continue. Dan's over there <laughs> doing a dance with with his <laughs> cell phone and, and the cord. And I, I don't know who's, I don't know who's, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. I don't know what's winning. <laughs> 
Well, and I find out it wasn't me in the yeah, first place. Yeah, it wasn't you. Apparently, I lost. Sorry. So. All right, continue. I, I apologize. Um, but to hear a bunch of teenagers going, what would happen if that was the case? Right. Well, and as parents and, and adults in the church, um, it should really humble us that they're asking that. Yeah. You know, um, that that we ha- they haven't seen us in that position yet. You got a great question I want to ask y'all, too. Uh-huh. Here we go. <laughs> Would you agree with this statement? Most parents want their kids, and I'm just using some phraseology, so move past what I'm, how I'm going to phrase this. Okay. I know this is not what you can do, okay? Most parents want their kids to have just enough Jesus to get them into heaven, mm-hmm. but not enough Jesus to make them Jesus freaks. Mm-hmm. There's a book out there titled something like teaching your kids to love Jesus or something like similar to that. And essentially that's the statement at the very beginning of the book. Don't read this unless you truly want your kids to love Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because I think that you're right that they're, um, yes, we want them to love Jesus, but we don't want them to love Jesus so much that they're going to do this, that, or the other thing that they're not going to let Jesus have his own way. Right. Right. Well, they're, uh, so often our kids are one of those kind of holdouts that we have. Where we're like, oh, Jesus, you know, we give it all to you for your glory. And then, but this, this, and this, I really want control over. And that's what we want our kids to, to love Jesus, but not enough that they give up the dream job that we've dreamed about for mm-hmm. them or give up the, the, what we would consider the perfect ideal family and all of that security and all of that. Um, and so we say, well, you know, we want you to get to heaven, but we want you to do the things that we, we have planned for you rather than what God has. Yeah, I wonder how many people when they're, when they're talking to their kid about college or whatever, yeah. they ever sit around a table and pray about it. Yeah. And ask God where he wants them to go mm-hmm. or for their job or, yeah, because, they, you know, go do something tremendous and and I laugh at it. I want my kid to go change the world oh, by yeah. doing this. Yeah. Well, okay. You really mean that? <laughs> Send them into the ministry. Yeah. Yep. That's the only job yeah. that'll change the world. And I just sort of laugh at them. But th- this type of faith is a different type of faith where you, without question, when the, the guy is saying, I just need money because this dude's like, I just need something so I can eat my next meal. Mm-hmm. And these dudes are like, man, we're going to give you so much more than that. Right. In the name of Jesus, rise right. up and walk. Right. You're looking to earthly things. We want to talk to you about some worldly stuff real quick. Yep. And then they believe they just reached out and raised raised him up. And I love that that um, he's they he raised up and immediately his feet and his ankles were made strong because you think about it, if he's been not able to walk for however long, then his muscles are going to be atrophied. And but it's a he doesn't even struggle. He just stands up and walks and leaps. I was say, it says and, he leapt <laughs> right, about. Right. And he's walking and leaping and praising God. And so there's no, there's no progressive healing that has to happen. It is an immediate, complete, full healing of his legs and his ankles and, um, and his feet that is required. And you left out one part. What did I leave out? He entered the temple. And he entered the mm. temple. And here's why I think it's important to hear that. How many would have just went? I, I begin to think about, you remember the 10 lepers? Yeah. 
And nine of them just, you know, and Jesus said, hey, make sure you go do what Moses required, do with the law. And so they, and they, as they were going, they were healed, but only one came back. Yeah. How many of us would be like the other nine? I'm just, and I hate to be so critical seemingly, but I'm just being a realist. Yep. And I've said it in Sundays, we give um, God so little credit and, and glory when he deserves it. But we give the enemy so much when our life falls apart. Mm-hmm. And God here should have got all the glory. Not Peter and John. I mean, they're just, they're just vehicles, man, right. by which God's blessing showed up. Right. But I love the fact that this dude went to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. What else y'all got? You know me. I mean, I'm fully loaded. I'm just giving y'all time to talk. Well, and then he went into the temple, and then the people saw him and knew who he was, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him, Um, reminding me of what we had talked about back in in chapter two, the last two episodes, about how um, we, in today's day and age, in today's church, need that awe and wonder. Mm -hmm. Um, We need more of that. because I think that sometimes we might see something like that and just and we would scoff at it and oh, say yeah. it's, it didn't, happen. didn't really happen. Yeah. I mean, and you you hear stories of things that happen in Asbury and and you kind of go, mm, really, did that really happen? Um, I think there's a lot of skepticism today that they obviously didn't have. You know, I get. I won't speak about names, but there was a young man in a horrific, um, this happened here, was in a horrific motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. And and meanwhile, kid's dad was going through cancer, and it was just horrific. And so I went to visit the husband, and the mom was, was telling me, she said, look, we just found out my son, somewhere in that whole wreck and whole thing, there's a bone missing in his foot. Hmm. So they're going to have to go back, go in there, put in something Hmm. to stabilize the foot. And she just looked at me and said, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well then I was so dumb in the, (laughs) in the faith. I was like, let's just pray. I said, God, you hear her heart. Her husband's struggling with every breath and every day. Son needs surgery. God, I, we just are asking you to do something mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Call me the next day, just shouting, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking something really happened. <laughs> Husband is, you know, it's, just, it's one of them you can't tell, man, right. just tore up. And here's what she told me. She said they did another x-ray before they sent him back for surgery. And the bone was there. The bone was there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. I can give you another one where, and, and I'm not heaping praise on Marion or, or definitely not myself, but and this one I had no part in, really, other than just praying again. Um, a lady in our church, um, they found um, cancerous tissue in her breast, mm-hmm. and she was going the next day to have a little bit more in-depth surgery or more in-depth something. I think it was surgery, trying to take it out, um, the cancerous places, and so up there, you know, you get settled in up in the hospital how it used to be. You know, you get settled in, and they took the husband and the wife back. And so, you know, we're just waiting on the husband to come back saying, hey, they took her they took her back. Let's just pray. So I prayed with them and yada, yada. All of a sudden, here they both come back. Hmm. 
And I said, I don't know what they're about to say, but y'all hold on. <laughs> and so they got back, and they said the doctor's like, okay, we took the first little x-ray, and you see this place right here Yes, that was there yesterday, literally a day before? Mm-hmm. Here's the same place today, and there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. It can still happen. Yes. You know, my son was healed. Really? Daniel was healed. Um, when he was, I think, eight years old, um, they discovered that he had a bicuspid aortic valve. and so, That's a big word. Yeah. <laughs> so it just means your your aortic valve is supposed to look like a peace sign and have three chambers. He only had two. Hmm. Um, and so... Glad you defined it. Yep. And, um, and so not a big deal. It meant he could never play football. Well, if you know my son, he's very... He's not on the large side. So, you know, okay. Um, and a couple years later, he went for his annual checkup and the doctor's like... Um, I think I made a mistake <laughs> and his vow was completely fine. Wow. I mean, it happens. Right. And that was one I admit we never asked for that. And we, mm. I never asked God to heal him. Yeah. It just was what it was. And okay. And, but, and I always dealt with the fact, a little bit of guilt that I didn't say to the doctor at that moment. Well, that means that God healed him because I was so in, just so astounded that it happened. Right. Um, but then somebody told me, reminded me that I do tell, I tell his story many times. Yeah. yeah. You know, but yeah, it's, and I remind him many times. Yeah. I mean, God worked yeah, like that. Right. But who gets the glory in that place? Right. Why does God do, why did God do miracles? Mm-hmm. Not just for miracles sake. Right. Right always to bring glory to God the Father, right. God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit, to God. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Right. Well, in, you know, later in chapter 3, they um, Peter addresses the crowd and says, you know, why do you wonder at this and stare at us as though by our own power or piety we have made him walk? In verse 13, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, and the God of our fathers glorified his his servant Jesus. And he goes on and on. And he says in his name, in verse 16, by faith in his name has made this man strong. So they did exactly what they were supposed to do. They, when people were questioning, took them exactly right back that it wasn't because we said it. (laughs) He's dying. I don't know why. It wasn't because, you know, Peter's saying it's not because that we said the words, but it was because of Jesus name. Mm. What? He's got this look on his face. <laughs> Whose faith scary. got that guy healed? You know, Mona was just talking about <laughs> that the other day, and I think she has a great word about it. <laughs> I apologize. I can't lie in here. <laughs> Whose faith? You're scared to say it, but it's there. It was theirs. Yeah. Whose? Who's theirs? Peter and John. It was so it wasn't John. the faith of the cripple man? He didn't know what was coming. No, right? It was Peter and John. All oh, that dude asked for was money. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can you imagine? Because uh, dude, I know, asked for a dollar. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I'm, uh, you know, I'm a little weird in the way I look at things. But you know, this guy comes up to you and says, "I don't have, I don't have money." And you're like, "Oh, well, then why are we talking?" You know, yeah. like I'm just. And then, lo and behold, moments later, you're up leaping around for the first time. You yeah. know, it's. And that's the thing. I, I'll hit on this really quick. Now we'll yeah, because I'm going to prove what I just said. Okay. 
do that and then I'll come back because it may be my big thought at the end because we only got four <laughs> minutes left. Oh my. Hey, I'm giving us two <laughs> extra minutes. <laughs> it's rolling. Where are you going? I know where you're going. Uh, I'm, I'm coming back. I'm going to come back. He, to my he told you to go. Yeah. Mark to go. chapter two. Yep. All right. Clarity. I knew. Yeah. Let the guy, you know, one of my, y'all heard it. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite stories. Cause I just want to see them being let down through that ceiling. Mm-hmm. What everybody said. And he says, son, one woman, then verse five. So let him down. And then notice verse five in Mark chapter two, when Jesus saw their faith, it didn't say the faith of the, of the crippled dude. When he saw the faith of the four, mm-hmm. You never know how the faith of you can help someone else. Right. right. It was not the faith of the crippled man one more time. This dude didn't even ask to be healed. Right. He might have said, I've just been this way all my life. One more worry about. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. It was their faith. And by his name, by faith in his name, mm-hmm. by faith and the faith that is through Jesus Christ has given the man perfect health and pre- it is your faith. Where is your faith at? When was the last time I say it every Sunday and it drives me bonkers? Hey guys, maybe you know you come to the altar, maybe some of you, or maybe you just want to come and pray for somebody else. How many things do we miss when we in faith don't come to the altar and lay somebody's name before God and say, God, in the faith of your name, in believing in you, I know you can. Right moving this guy's heart and heal him spiritually. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with we become gimme, gimme, gimme Christians. I mean, how how often yep. do we say give them, give them, and rejoice when it happens? Yep. So often we're like, well, why did they get that? I didn't get what I want, you know. <laughs> I get asked, and here's the truth. I'm not on this committee. Why did God heal this dude mm-hmm. and not that dude? Mm-hmm. I have no clue. I'm not on that committee. But here's what I read in my Bible, that our faith mm-hmm can move God's heart and hand. Yep. Twice in Scripture that I know of, and I'm sure it'd be more if I went really looked, mm-hmm. we see that. Mm-hmm. And I know we got to end. So, big big thought. Okay. I, I shouldn't have said anything earlier now. I have to go. No, I, I just, the, the thought that keeps coming is that we, we keep getting this backwards, upside down, however you want to say it, when it comes to what we're risking. And, and so, you know, it took faith to say, get up and walk. We would say, that's a risky move, because what if it doesn't happen? We'd say, well, let's take him to a doctor so maybe he can heal. And it goes back to what we were talking about, about that immediate full healing. Yeah. It didn't say, hey, in six to eight, eight weeks, start hobbling on it a little <laughs> yeah. bit. You know? But we, the thing is, we put our faith in people who can fail time and time again, we've seen, but yet refuse to put our faith in God whose promises always come true. And the same thing for uh, the beggar who was asking for money, you're right. He didn't even think, hey, I should ask to be healed. Right. But how often do we settle for less because we're not, we say, well, I can't risk it. Yeah. How can we afford not to depend on the one that's always dependable? Yeah. Right. Never leave us nor forsake us. Right. Is it? I think I read it in the Bible <laughs> that God said, is my arm too short? Mm, yeah. Mm. Just read, wow. I just read that in my morning reading. Yeah. Think there's another place in the New Testament also where Jesus said, "With man you can do nothing, but with God all things are possible." Yep. I think that's in Scripture. I'm sort of new at this, but I think I read that a time or two. I've never seen somebody be able to share the gospel so sassily. <laughs> <laughs> 
like the sassily word. <laughs> Mona. Well, and then just recognizing and acknowledging, though, that it it is by our faith, but it is only through the power of Jesus Christ, by the power of the name of Jesus Christ. And and so the um, just the defense that Peter was giving is that, you know, he says, if I'm being examined for doing a good deed, that's that's not what you should be. Yeah. And that's not what we should be focusing on. What we should be focusing on is the fact that this was by the power of the name of Jesus whom you crucified. Yeah. And and so they went on to um, you know, convict them of not believing in the name of Jesus themselves. And so that's what we have to cling to. We have to cling to that name of Jesus. We have to. Mine is is just it goes into that thing what I said. Your faith can affect others. Yeah. And your lack of faith yep. can affect others. And I think so often the difference, and this is why, why I think we're in such trouble as as the church now, is how you might say, well, well, how do I go from a lack of faith to faith? Key point of that is being God's word. Mm-hmm. It, it, your faith is going to increase when you see time and time again that, that it's not a risk, that he always delivers. Th- there was no risk in what they did. Right. There was none. Right. There was actually no risk in Absolutely. what they did. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we got to end. Yeah. We're not done, but we're going to end. <laughs> I say it a lot of times in my sermon, but today, I'm, well, we say it a lot of times here too. We're just going to end. All right, so let's pray. Father, we love you. God, we thank you so much. Thank you for the truth of your word. God, your power is still as powerful today as it was the day that the book of Acts was written. But God, let, and let us never forget that. Yep. The moment it starts being less powerful is the moment you quit being God. And that will never happen. Mm. God, move in our hearts. Help us to have the faith that we should have to help others too. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Hey, I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I got my home slice, Ms. Mona. Hey, hey. I got my man, Bean of the Board. Is it Board of the Bean or Bean of the Board? Bean of the Board. I'm not a board. Okay. (laughs) Bean of the Board. board. Bean of the Board. Old Dan. You're not a board, but you are a bean. Now now I'm old too, so (laughs) here we go. All right, guys. Bye, y'all.